when it goes. Go live. There we are. Hello and welcome to The Social Recruiting Show. I'm Katrina Collier. I'm a social recruiting trainer and speaker. Today, it is tragic. Audra is not here. The poor girl needed some sleep. So she sent in a sub who is currently will not sit down. Oh, you have sat down. Oh my goodness, it's Steve Levy. Really, he doesn't need an introduction, so I'm just going to ignore him for now. More excitingly, <laughs> did I just say that? He's my CC. There's nothing further to say. But we have Adrian Dayton here. He's going to talk about social media, recruiters, what you could be doing better, and all sorts of stuff. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I just realized I had your, your uh, podcast open another window, and so it was like I was hearing everything twice. So hopefully that's better now. Don't worry, don't hey, worry. You know how millennials are with technology. <laughs> no, it's oh. <laughs> Did you hang and, yourself and, up? And and and, and, right and, and I rest my case, don't I? <laughs> Let's invite him back on. Oh, yeah, that'd See, be fabulous. I, I think Gen X are just much better at this stuff. So when I when I closed the other window, it also kicked me out. So anyway. I'm yeah, hi, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, thank today you. we're talking you know, about how millennials can't use technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Good to be with you. Thanks so much for having me on. No, no, you're very welcome. You know, we do we do have a special uh, social recruiting participation trophy for him, just for that, just so you know. Just so you show it how it's not done. I appreciate it because I've, <laughs> I've come accustomed to that type of treatment really in every every aspect of my life. So appreciate it, Steve. You're very welcome. You know, we aim to please here. <laughs> so, because I'm, I'm sensing Steve's not going to do this. Tell us a little bit about your background, Adrian, and, and why I've invited you on, because it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. So um, I used to be a practicing lawyer. Uh, please don't hold that against me. Um, but I started in, in 2008, which really is the best possible year to have started practicing law. And uh, economic downturn hit. And at the same time, I started using social media, fell in love with Twitter, started blogging. Uh, and went, actually brought in my first client to my law firm through Twitter. And I, I went to the marketing department and I said, hey, you know, me and the other associates have no work to do. Um, why don't you let me teach them how to use social media so we can bring in more business? And she looked at me and she said, look, we've been here for over 100 years. And that's not how we do things here, you know, at our law firm. Right? <laughs> Sounds very familiar. Yeah, you heard something like that before? So I said, I said, okay, okay. Sorry, just ignore the pinky finger thing going on here. Yeah, I know no, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Uh, he occasionally forgets I'm not a British. He just thinks really, I'm British. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a few weeks later, the head of my department comes to my office and shares with me a few words I'll never forget. He says, you're fired. I call my wife and she's crying because we have a baby at home. And I said, honey, don't worry. I've got this idea. I'm going to start a business teaching lawyers how to use Twitter. So and, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a social entrepreneur. That's what you told her, honey. And, and, and I'm gonna have CEO. I can imagine the face. Was she like? <laughs> well, she, I, I was saying she just she cried harder. But um, she was honestly she was very supportive. Uh, she kind of knows that whenever I set my mind to something, I kind of go crazy after it. So over the next few months, I wrote the first book on social media for lawyers, and then social exploded, as you all know. And things really took off from there. So after a few years of speaking to thousands and thousands of these lawyers, um, I launched a software product to make it easier for them to use social media. So it's called Clearview Social. It yeah. sends them a simple email where they click a button so they can share content to their social network, schedule out their week of shares for them. And they loved it. And, and a couple of the recruiting firms that were helping us find engineers, they said, mm. well, why don't you let us use this? And so we did. And they loved it. And we thought, you know what? Maybe there's other recruiters that could benefit from this as well. 
And so yeah. I started asking around who's like, who really knows recruiting in the social space? And uh, everybody said uh, Samantha and Steve. So, you know, here we are. Samantha. He means me. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> you know how I said I was going to get his name wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was back. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, truly, don't worry. Um, you, you it was Katrina, funny because you, you know, sent me Katrina. this random tweet, this, and I was like, "Who the hell is this stalker?" This, this can only get better. All we have to do <laughs> is throw him questions, and it, it's it's we have no idea what's going to come out of his mouth. Absolutely, really. it could be anything. <laughs> I must admit, I was quite pleased, like quite impressed with it. Which is, you know, I get a bit jaded. I see so much technology all the time, but because of the fact that one person can stack it up, send an entire email out to be at the engineering managers or the talent, the recruiters or whoever, and they can just pick and choose what they want to schedule and it just schedules right from the inbox. That I thought was clever because we're all too damn busy. Yeah, well, so, thanks for that. I mean, I, I, after trying to like bang my head off the against the wall, trying to get these busy professionals to log in to social media, I realized no, the problem that. wasn't that social media was too hard. It's that hmm. it was another thing they had to go do. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, yeah. And I have I have a lot of people. They say, "Well, I'm not sure I can get them to open an email and click a button." <laughs> and I say to them, yeah, you need to watch that well, well, especially for lawyers, because then the, then it becomes discoverable evidence in their, right. in, their in their in their <laughs> corruption trial." Well, you say, yeah. Look, "If they can't open an email and click a button for you, they might not be a good fit for your organization, right?" So um, that's I, that's rich coming out of a millennial, though. Do yeah. you even know what an email is? <laughs> Oh my God, Steve! That's just too. That's like, what are you doing? I'm, 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 I am just getting a coffee refill. All right, where's my Audra when I need her? Come back, we miss you. You don't stand up, and move around. I'm not. I didn't stand up. I just, I just, I just tilted. I just tilted the clamshell. Uh, yeah. So just be careful where you're tilting that to. So now, going, taking it back a step. I mean, I know certainly I can see like Steve Ward's on the call and a few other people who you know are aware. But I'd love to hear more about why you think i mean lawyers or even recruiters should be sharing stuff yeah yeah let's get a question well, well especially given we, we have a situation here in the uh, in the us if 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 you're uh, some haven't uh, discovered that lawyers and and presidents are uh, sharing lots of stuff on social media yeah and uh, and um, some of them I think they shouldn't. some of them probably shouldn't be doing it well, so, 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 so how, how do how do how do you get that past that first hurdle? Why would I yeah. why would I want to share on social? Yeah, and yeah. you know what what's the benefit for me as a as a as a as a bottom feeding uh, lawyer? Okay, so so why don't we? Or recruiter. Yeah, recruiter. Not, let's talk or, about recruiter. And just throwing out that none of the people currently tuned in are anything like bottom feeding anything. Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> I also want to reframe the discussion a little bit because yep. first off. I, I want to kind of throw out, you know, Donald Trump is not the example, okay? Because we're going to think about social media a different way than he uses it. But also, really? I want to take your challenge, Steve, of is this even worth, should they be sharing at all? All right. So let's just say none of you mm -hmm. have, are convinced that we should share at all. Okay. So let's kind of start from yeah. that place, right? Actually, can I, can I put in? I'm going to be really rude yeah. and read something out. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to read this out. It was really cool. Um, I forgot. I'd, until I asked the question, then I remembered I'd taken this screenshot. So David Wilkes on LinkedIn, he's a business development manager. Well, today, inspired by someone else's post, I've done something that was bothering me for some time. 
over the years, I'd built up this portfolio of recruiters. Most of them never helped me in my hour of need or even interacted with me. Mm. So I took time to scroll through my LinkedIn profile, looked at each individual account, got to know some of the old faces and where their careers taken them, et cetera, and I deleted all but one recruiter. This person I kept because he posts very useful tips and his stance is no bullshit. Sorry for the swearing, um, which I like. So have a look him up. Uh, have a look at the link. And it was Alan Walker. And Alan, then you go to okay. his Alan Walker and there's some really cool stuff that he's sharing. Hey, Jim, I am being rude. Sorry, Jim's just popped in. Love that. That almost answers it for you. Yeah, it does. It does. But just to, just to dovetail with that, right? Yeah. Nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks, I wonder if there's some good articles I can read today, right? Nobody jumps yeah. onto the computer and says, um, you know, I, I want to read articles, right? But everyone has problems to solve and, and they have yeah. plays where, places where they need to improve and get better so they can make more money or so they can do their job better. And if you can be the source for that information, you know, your example's perfect. If you are the source for information that helps people, you know, have more success, they're going to appreciate that. And you know, I think sometimes as recruiters, as lawyers, as professionals, we underestimate the value of our knowledge to our network. We underestimate how much they will value just things that we think is, things that we think are, I don't know, just relatively straightforward or simple ideas. I, have, I don't think I've lost Steve. I think he's just frozen. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just I, I'm trying to protect the bandwidth. Oh, so I'm, turning off the, you know, I'm here. I'm just turning off the video when, you know, I don't need to have the video on. So I completely hear what you're saying and I think it's really, really important. And you're right, because we don't know what we don't know we need to see, for example, <laughs> like my blog rant about the latest user agreement from LinkedIn. But how do we how do they stand out? I mean, there's just so much damn noise out there now. There's yeah. so much content being thrown at people all the time. Yeah, yeah. So so I love this this whole issue of there's too much noise. I think that's kind of a red herring, okay? It's a uh -huh. red herring and this is why. Think back to uh, 30 years ago. I, I loved watching TV and my, I had three choices, right? There was three channels I could watch, right? Because yeah. I never watched PBS, right? Um, and so, except for maybe when like the, you know, the nature shows were on. But anyway, you had three choices. And so now we have hundreds of choices. So you can pick and you can find thousands, right? And you yeah. can watch, if 24 hours a day you want to watch home improvement shows, you can do that, right? Or you can watch, you know, the same like news stories over and over on Fox, right? You can you can find exactly what you want. And and the whole point is this is not an era of more noise. It's an era where you can find exactly what information you're looking for if you know how to find it. And do people know how to find it? I, I mean Adrian. I, I'm talking yeah, okay. I'm talking to a guy yesterday just about how to find a recruiter on LinkedIn. And bless him, he had no clue. Wow. Like just he didn't even know how to use the search box. And you, this is a guy who's like, he's got like multiple degrees, cybersecurity specialist, really great guy. He just wasn't aware how to find the information. Yeah. So are we making assumptions here? So, right. So, so that's a good point. There needs to be an, some education for people to just appreciate how to use these tools. I mean, but one of the biggest points that I make when I teach big groups about Twitter, because they're skeptical, almost all the groups I talk to, don't think, don't think there's anything on Twitter for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the biggest point I make to them is there are people that are just like you talking about exactly what you want to talk about and you just need to find them. And, and it's not obvious, right? That's why Twitter has struggled 
where LinkedIn has taken off because everyone like understands, oh, LinkedIn, I can link to all my people professionally. That makes sense. Well, Twitter, Adrian, Adrian, yeah. Adrian, 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 you know, we, you, you're, you're creating silos here based Ooh, on platforms. Three names in a row. I know, Ooh. I know, I know. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. That way, you know, you're creating silos based on some marketing perception of what each platform is. Mm. But I mean, the, the the real issue now is when 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 Katrina and I first got on social media. I mean, I I got on LinkedIn in two thousand and four. Uh, Facebook probably yeah, the same time. Uh, Twitter April two thousand and seven. Uh, th there were distinct, certainly at the time, distinct um, uh, personas for each pl mm. platform. Now you know we have we have uh, you know we, we, there was a, there was a post on one of the Facebook groups about the. Uh, the new LinkedIn, which Katrina knows, I refer to as Kinkedin, and uh, you know we have Twitter being, uh, you know, on some levels, uh, you know, such a, a, a good commu quick communication platform, but at other levels, it 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 it, it is every um, neurotic, psychotic persona of of the planet rolled into 140 characters. The problem now is. You know, when 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 a boomer like myself was growing up, we go to the uh, library. We had a thing called a Dewey Decimal System, a defined structure for for identifying and finding information. None of these things are like the library anymore. No. And so the rules, you know, the strategy for searching is 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 about as amorphous as uh, as as uh, as as one minute of. Uh, Twitter of uh, tweets coming down at any point of the day. Yeah. How do you, how, I, yeah. how do you, how, how then do you just go from this massive top of the funnel to something down that is marginally or or substantively useful in a short period of time to the point where there's some return on investment? Okay, yeah. So so great question. And let me just first by saying that if you're going to take an example like the Dewey Decimal System, I think most Americans understand more about how to search Twitter than how the Dewey Decimal System is set up. But no, Dewey is, it's right. like Dewey's dead. I mean, people, I, I right. you know, any, anybody who's who's under the age of uh, 40, you take Dewey Decimal System and is eh. Right, well, I guess I just should say, that's not, that's not the shining example of simplicity in search, right? I mean, a Google search, I think, is a, is a pretty good, good example. But what, what I tell people is, is that they can piggyback. Right. Let's say somebody wants to get into they want to use Twitter more for recruiting. They don't have to do a Google search. They can find the two of you and follow you on Twitter. And all of a sudden they're getting your decade of experience on Twitter and all of your insights. You know, you, you basically can stand on the shoulders of giants, right? What is it Isaac yeah. Newton said, right? Like finding these smarter people that are already doing the work, right? Yeah. You guys know how to find the information. And if, if you can just find those people, you, it's like a shortcut. You can you can get there more quickly. Well, this this isn't like this. Well, you know, this is not scratch and sniff uh, Twitter, you know, social recruiting. You know, it's not it's not as simple as, as finding, you know, folks like Katrina, myself, uh, you know, Jimmy Stroud. I'm looking at some I'm looking at some of the folks uh, on the side. And and um, you know all of a sudden you're looking at our presentations, which you can find, you know, if you have a you know a tenth of a brain, and and it's there's there's a bit more than that, you know there's there there there's the foundational stuff, mm. which I think needs to be, um, I I think is often left out of 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 platforms and training, yeah, and that is you know what what do you really want to do with it, yeah. you know what's the strategy, what's the plan. Mm. 
you know, how, yeah. how, how do you, how do you see, how do you take attorneys? Well, and, and again, I, I'm, I'm going to focus on the, I want to focus on attorneys because they're a special breed. I have a lot of friends of mine who are, who are big time attorneys and I can tell you they're special breeds and they think a certain way. How do you get them to go from lawyer thinking to social thinking? I love, I love the question. And I think this is, this is one area where Katrina and I have a lot of experience because we realize these tools are not hard to use, but it's not obvious how to use them. And that's the problem yeah. that it's not obvious. And, and, and so, you know, both of us have worked over the last 10 years, helping people learn how to use free tools because it's not obvious. So, so, so I work with some of the most brilliant people I've ever, I, I've ever met. Um, some and of these, you, and then you met us. I, I oh, boy, speak for yourself. <laughs> no, but look, these, these, these they, are, they, these are high powered lawyers that are billing a thousand dollars an hour. Yeah. But, but I've had some of these partners that do not know how to copy and paste, right? Where I showed them how to do it, literally showed them on the computer how to do it. And they said, oh, that's how you copy and paste. They've just been like dictating to their secretary, you know, what to move around on the document in the past. But, but, but to answer your question, you know, having a strategy is important. Knowing exactly what you want to accomplish is important. But then you also have to combine that with, with the right tools. And so, you know, for a long time, I, I tried to show these lawyers, oh, here's the simple way to, to accomplish what you're doing. And, and they weren't really willing to put the work in. I mean, it still does take effort to learn this stuff, but go to the Dewey Decimal System, right? So, so I, I, I'm going to call you out on this, Adrian. I don't think you've answered this question. And actually, the way Steve, okay. yeah, Steve yeah. Waters just put this actually almost is, how do lawyers win business on Twitter? Because honestly, they're not going to use it right. if they don't see the business. So okay. Yeah, yeah, great, great social example. ambulance. Here, yeah, yeah, here, here, here's the example. Social ambulance station that is unethical that can be barred, okay? Here's a prime example. Yeah. Okay. Here in Buffalo, mm. I there's there's a venture venture capital firm here in town, mm -hmm. and one piece of their legal work they always have this big firm in uh in D.C. and New York do 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 the work. Yeah. Okay. But a local firm here tweeted out an article about how they're starting to do some of these similar work and have success. Yeah. Um, and that single tweet, when when the head of this venture capital firm saw it. He reached out and now basically won this business away from the bigger firm. So, so the regional firm won the national business because it's just less expensive. Sorry, you're being and mocked just, in the side channel a little bit. But it's really good. All right. But no, 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 no. It's great because it's like chased after tweets that say, I hate my spouse. <laughs> they're cheating not tweeting <laughs> yeah yeah all right so you have so, to so understand look, this is recruiters on the side they're all slightly crazy no it's all good it's all good this is still a standard deviation I, easier than, than being on the animal training i've show. had so many clients <laughs> who won business and filled roles off twitter but it takes i know that and they don't necessarily believe that i think that's what steve was getting at so, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think with uh, what and, Mark Lundgren also said here about, you know, getting the basics right, I always find just, you know, actually filling out your bios and putting a photo on is such yeah, a great yeah. start to building up yeah. followers. And people just get yeah. that. They kind of go on there and start sharing stuff, but not, it's like when someone yeah. follows you, you've got those seconds to decide if you're following them back. And you're only... Right. You get one chance at it. I never go back through all the people who followed me and and pick and go. Oh, I missed somebody. Like, yeah, and uh, you know, people they have these moments of decision, and when you're yeah. in a moment of decision, you don't realize how much you've been influenced by things you've seen in the last five minutes. Mm. And so, staying visible. So let me just give you one stat. So on, on LinkedIn, 
they say that sharing 20 times per month is the ideal number of times to share to LinkedIn. So once each business day, there's no diminishing return from an additional share, right? We're talking about sharing updates, right? Most professionals at most share once or twice a month. Yeah. Okay. And these are the active ones. Mm. And so they're not really getting the visibility that they could. And so, so they're not getting as many opportunities. That because I think LinkedIn has started death in the last year, for example. So, well, you know, and, 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 yes, do, do one more thing. I get like five people say it. So, but you know, I want, yeah, I want, yeah. I want uh, Adrian, one, one thing, you know, 20, sharing 20, it's ideal. Ideal for what? What, 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 what is the very, what is the, uh, yeah. the dependent variable on this one? So there's a lot of different ways to think about ideals. I think about, I think you should share up to the amount of no, time. No, 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 like no, 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 no. You said LinkedIn says the ideal number here, 20 okay, times, so and, that, that's, and that's ideal. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Is that You're like, doing animal. You're being animal. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not yelling, and I won't, and I won't curse. But, but, but it's important, Adrian. So, so it's, it's important to yeah. understand that is, is, is this then to be uh, received uh, 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 lascivious uh, uh, in-mail requests, connection requests? What, okay. what, 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 is, will, what is the I outcome? Will, I will very specifically answer your question, okay? <laughs> so the data actually is not from LinkedIn. The data is from, from Buffer. Yep. And the way they judge whether or not your share is useful is whether or not there's, there's been a diminishing returns to each additional share. Right. So for every share, yeah, now you have to explain that side of my head. Okay. Okay. No, so let's not. let's say that every every time you share, you get ten clicks. Okay. Yeah. But if you once you share more than twenty times a month, you start getting a smaller return oh, okay. on Fewer each clicks. share. Okay. okay. Fewer clicks per share. Okay. okay. So, um, for example, we call that uh, yeah, social so latency. <laughs> so, uh, nice, nice. Okay, so we're getting a bit of a ribbing down the side here because we're all LinkedIn skeptics, right? Um, so yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Also, says you get fifty percent response rates on in malls, which we all know is bullshit. Um, no swear jar for Levy. How is this program being sponsored? You know, the way I fucking swear, we can't give him the swear jar. Um, I, on, I, Jim, I, you and I, you, know you and I don't but, swear. But I want to, I want to say something. I want to dovetail to what you said about LinkedIn being terrible recently. And I, I absolutely agree. Most people don't even realize this, that when you share to LinkedIn, if LinkedIn doesn't think your content is good, it won't even show up in people's updates. Oh yeah. They only show you, they only show you the updates they think you, you will find important now. LinkedIn gave me a follow button. So people struggle to connect with me and they do not notify anybody when I post. In fact, pretty well nobody gets a notification sent out when they write a blog on the actual platform. Yeah. So, they, yeah, so and they all of these people are like, how do I connect with you? I'm going, it's under the three dots. You meant to freaking know that. But it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous. So, but the, but, but, the, the latest, um, which I just wrote a blog rant on, which I'll be happy to share with everyone, the latest terms and conditions update is ridiculous. So I'm chatting, I, I share, chatting I share, with the job seeker. I want to. I share that one also. You and I, you. you and I just yeah. have this like. It's the CC thing. Yeah, put, anyway. Do, do this with your finger. Yeah, but I have a feeling that we're different place on the screen to what we think. <laughs> oh, you already. <laughs> anyway, basically, if I want to, so we're talking about you're sharing updates and you're yeah. fabulous. So you attract a job seeker who wants to hear your content and they send you an invite to connect. They've just breached the terms and conditions because they don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, awesome. you have to well LinkedIn, LinkedIn's trust in, this is a whole thing, but LinkedIn's trust and safety uh, function. Hmm. 
Mm. Well, so all right. Well, so so instead of us having this be a fest where we just like trash on no, we can tra we can we can we can trash we can trash every platform. Don't worry. No, I know, I know, but but I think what would be more useful to your listeners is to is to talk to them a little bit about where the opportunities that I think most professionals aren't taking advantage of social media. Okay. And so he's a good guest. We, you know, he, he controls us. We've <laughs> we processed over we processed over a million shares through our platform yeah. in the last, you know, three years. And from this data, what we've learned is that LinkedIn is a crap place to share content. Yeah. On average, when someone shares an update to LinkedIn, it's going to get between two and three clicks total. Yeah. Okay. That's a small number. Yeah. Well, when, but the, but you might think this is pretty boring content. Like, why are people clicking on it? It's like about legal, accounting, business content, right? Yeah. But that exact same content, when it's shared on Twitter, mm. it gets six times the clicks. When it's shared on to people's personal Facebook pages, it gets seven times the clicks. Mm. And so the the point is that when people when people want content they don't they never go to linkedin for that yeah well right? well there are two, a couple of things there was an article published i believe two years ago uh about uh where do salespeople? The, the trend is for salespeople when they want to contact for example customers they they the the the, the curve uh, uh, twitter has surpassed linkedin as the place mm -hmm. where, where 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 content and information is 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 shared there so you know, there, there's certainly some truth to that. It's it's, it's borne out in the um, in 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 the, in the numbers. Well, yeah, and anybody that looks at their own numbers will see that that's the case. But I can't tell you how many professionals that that they will say LinkedIn is 100% the best place to share updates. That's because that's where all the professionals are. The only problem is that's not where they're looking, right? They're going to LinkedIn to accept connection requests. <laughs> I talked to some of these lawyers, they've been using LinkedIn for years. I show them the home page of LinkedIn where you share updates. And they're like, how do you get to that page? Hmm? Right? Uh -huh. Because they only use LinkedIn uh -huh. to accept a connection request. Uh -huh. Right? They they LinkedIn desperately wants to become the go-to place for content. They've but, they've lost you know, that. Simply they've lost they're that. A long they're, way, they're a long way. I also think most of us signed up to LinkedIn to be on a professional social network, right? We didn't really want to share stuff to our friends network, which I know you suggest and I agree my friends network is now completely full of industry people, which is fine, quite happy with that, but it, you know, it's diluted. But most of us joined a social network and we've ended up with a blogging platform, a training platform, and whatever else it is, a recruitment thing, a job board. Dating. So, and you're dating. kind of going, well, hang on a minute. I didn't, it's a bit like me saying, I'm going to pay my hairdresser 50 quid a month, and I'll just go in and she'll just do my hair. And then I walk in one day and she goes, no, I don't do hair anymore. I only do pedicures or nails. Or, right. And you're kind of going, that's what LinkedIn's done for those of us that have been on it a really long time. Kind of, kind of a bait and switch. They're making it less useful for yeah, now. Well, it's and throwing them into other things. Adrian, so we actually, which brings to mind a point, and you know, and and again, it's 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 instructive to think about your your the audience that you use to develop this. Do they see? Do they do they do they see LinkedIn as being a social platform, or do, or and are or do you do you think see LinkedIn being a social platform versus other platforms? Well, it it depends on it. So look, the way I see. My experience right now with the internet and with social media, I really only see Facebook and and Instagram as highly social networks, where it's it's about people actually interacting with the people they like and care about the most. I see Twitter as more of a 
information exchange, right? It's a, it's a conduit for all the content to get out there and, and for you to match up with the information you need. Mm. Um, and then LinkedIn, it's like this boring business network, mm. right? Nobody, so in our statistics, this is interesting. We see after lunch, there's a huge uptick in clicks on Facebook and Twitter, mm. but LinkedIn stays dead until the afternoon. Because people don't come back from lunch and think like, oh, that lunch was great. I'm not ready to go back to work yet, but I'm just going to go hang out on LinkedIn for a bit, right? Like, it just doesn't Look, happen. I'm going to post my pictures right? on what this is what I ate for lunch. Right, yeah. right. And so, so I say to people, look, you're, you're nobody goes to Facebook because they want to read business content, uh -huh. but they're already on Facebook. And so if you share something that solves their problem, they're going to click on uh -huh. it and read it because – it's on their mind. And, and what so, I love about Facebook is where you can save links. So Mark's making a really good point here. The articles are difficult to find, groups are hidden, the news feed is really hard work on LinkedIn, but it's not like that on Facebook. There's so much data going through Facebook. Of course, there are issues seeing stuff, right? But we don't pay for it, so we don't really give a shit. But you can save articles. You can turn on and off notifications in groups. You know, you're in quite a lot of control over what you see in there. So yeah, and it's, it's kind of cool in that respect. How so many people five years ago, they quit Facebook. They stopped using it because they didn't like seeing stuff from all their old friends from high school. And I feel like Facebook is dialing in the algorithm to figure out what's the stuff I actually care about. Yeah. I enjoy Facebook now more than I think I ever did. You know, and, and I think that's surprising to most people. Well, I, I, I think like the way I think you can create the Facebook list so I can go and stick all my school friends over on a list, which also allows me to actually go see their stuff because I never see it anymore because I just see industry friends. And then I can just share to my industry friends. Mind you, I'm shocking. I just share them all, but I should you know, just the, do that. The irony, <laughs> Adrian, the irony of what you said is, um, and, uh, you know, you have these three companies, amongst others, uh, are, 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 are cycling and recruiting their data scientists and their, and their algo experts from each other. So, you know, it, it's 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 like a stock picking algorithm. You know, a couple of different different firms might have different experts who do different things. Bridgewater Associates, uh, Rentec, uh, BlackRock, they all have, you know, very smart people, you know, d d d going through the data, creating algorithms. And each comes up with a slightly different thing. Now, we both, all of us know that those companies poach from each other and they cycle them through. Uh, and and one would think then with the volume of data that's going through all of them, you know, there are only so many ways to skin a, you know, to, to create an algo that that works. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is uh, it's it's perception. Uh, but what I want to get is if if LinkedIn's hiring the people from Facebook, why the I was going to swear again, pound in the expletive box. Um, why no is the user base so shit? Like, why is it so bad? If they're hiring people from Facebook and we're all using Facebook, no, why do I'm interested because, I mean, I, my, my theory, by the way, is we, we call it, you know, the, the Facebookization of LinkedIn. Look, there are dirtbags on all platforms. And, and there's something mm -hmm. called regression to the mean. When we first got on LinkedIn, um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was a very tight community, very mm -hmm very uh, goal-oriented principles, but now, and, 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 and it was a high, high uh, value on a mean. As more and more people got on the platform, now we have 500 million registered members, for example. Uh, it, it, the, the, the whole 106 million go in once a month for 17 minutes. Yeah, for 17 minutes. <laughs> you know, you know, Ada, we have this massive, massive data curve 
yeah. where it's just regressed to the mean. And it's the same yeah. thing on every platform. You know, all these platforms, all these platforms. But, but, but I, I feel like I, I could have this discussion for hours about the algorithm and, and, and who's figuring it out. And I think LinkedIn isn't figuring it out because they don't have good data. Even if they have the right scientists, people aren't spending time on LinkedIn reading content. So it's like, I don't know, I don't know why don't everyone hates our content. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying that Facebook has, has people spending time reading content yeah. there. I mean, the average person, that's how, that's how they use it. Yeah. The average user of LinkedIn doesn't read content there. And so they don't have enough. But anyway, but, but okay, we can talk got, about I've this another day. I don't think it's particular. Bring you, bring you, you back more to yeah, your subject. Because you're getting upset we're going off on topic, but that's what we do. Um, <laughs> we never say I, I want to make it useful. It's useful. No, 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 they, the, believe the, me, they're, they're writing comments down the side, so I know yeah. they're finding it useful. Right, I'm trying to follow along somewhat. Yeah, no, there, honestly, so. if they're not writing comments, then we know we're being boring. Yeah. So, um, the i have a question for you so you mentioned that the lawyers should share stuff to their personal friends network yeah i face right. i get resistance from that i'm not doing that oh, to yeah, my yeah. friends rah, 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 and i kind of get that but how do you get them to do that then yeah well so you have you seen the tv show seinfeld it was quite big here in the united yeah. states are you familiar with that Mark, right? <laughs> where the hell do you think she's been living adrian <laughs> i'm just kidding i was kidding so there's a great episode what did, that? what did maybe just say? Oh, he was just I was supporting you. He was supporting you. Like, how can I even pretend that you wouldn't know about that? But oh, okay. the whole point is, there's, there's the great episode where, where uh, look, Adrian, Uptown Abbey. Adrian, do you know about you that know, show? Like, Jerry, so Jerry, um, Jerry invites George's girlfriend to a movie with Elaine. Yep. And he's like, worlds are colliding, right? The famous worlds are colliding episode. Wow. I don't remember that one, but but everyone has this same fear of worlds colliding, right? They want to keep their business friends separate from yeah. their, you know, personal friends. Um, but once you've been doing work for someone with with someone for a decade, they become your personal friend, right? Yeah. People that are really good at bringing in business, they're really good also at making friends with the people they do business with. And yeah. so, whether whether you like it or not, right? Everyone's business friends are leaking into their Facebook friends because they're your proper friends, yeah. right? And so, so look, how do I overcome that resistance? I haven't figured out how yet right. with most lawyers. Yeah. And honestly, the data I shared with you about clicks, you get seven times more clicks on Facebook. I don't even share that with the lawyers because they're not, they're not ready for that. Yeah. It like blows their mind, right? Yeah. They'll shut down. But I think recruiters, from what I've seen, they're probably more open to this idea that uh, their personal networks, they can leverage their personal networks. I mean, I've got a friend that runs, well, my friend, my friend that runs the Superior Group, he's a VP there, just a recruiting firm, yeah. a national recruiting firm well, that they head off. Well, he's here. a VP. Here in Buffalo. But, but anyway, but the point is, him and I are Facebook friends. You know, yeah. I've met his family. You know, I met his kid. Our kids have played together. And so like yesterday, he, he, he posted on Facebook, hey, I, I know I don't usually do this, but I've got this short-term position I need to fill tomorrow. Here's what it is. Yeah. And in an hour, he got it filled on to his personal Facebook network, yeah. right? Now, he doesn't share every single listing because he knows – he can't use them unless he, you know, only does it occasionally yeah. and and when he thinks his network. Hello, I, I don't disagree. Help. Pretty well, everyone down the feed is on the call uh, are in my friend's network. Like we've all diluted. Yeah. But I actually disagree, though. Like I hear what you're saying because often it does work like that. And I've got non-recruitment friends who will share stuff and fill roles and all sorts of stuff going on there. But 
in general, I still find there's a resistance. I talk about Facebook for recruiting all the time because I just think it's crazy people aren't using it. And there's, there is still a resistance. Like, oh, I'm not yeah. adding anyone as a friend. No. I'm not. Well, you know, it's like, oh, seriously. You know, it's where it's actually happening. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I, I see this res resistance as well. I mean, I've spoken to recruiters that work for law firms that don't want to use their personal LinkedIn for, to help with recruiting. Yeah. So they have a call with me like, how, what, what recruiting ideas do I have for them for social media? And mm -hmm. I said, well, are you leveraging your personal LinkedIn account? And they're like, well, no, I want to keep that as my personal professional mm -hmm. network. And how you about know, lobotomy? Look, Give them, yeah, they, they, that requires <laughs> lobotomy as a solution. See, see, that, see, I find this all a little hypocritical though, because I went to find Adrian to add him as a friend, found him and couldn't add him as a friend. And I was like, how am I going to tag him in my post, which is amongst my Facebook recruitment network that are not going to see. So I end up having to tag yeah, him. So, I'm like, so it's not the same. I, just, I, I need to apologize. <laughs> Once you hit a certain number of Facebook friends, they won't let you, people add you. So anyway. Oh, clearly I'm not that important. I've only got like. No, no, no. But I just, how many friends it's, have you got? It's just it's very, very, it's how many very, very annoying. Have you got? I, I, I don't, I don't count. It's not that type of a game, right? But, but they just sometimes people. Once we have I don't, connections, I common, don't count. But I, I can't. I'm, I've, I've reached the limit. <laughs> I find it terrifying at eight hundred. I'm just like, oh my god, it's like eight hundred too many. What am I going to do with them all? That's well, I mean, so some, someone made this comment about an echo chamber in the, in the comments there, right? That Twitter and Facebook are just a huge echo chamber. And, all, all, and, and Adrian, and I, think, I think it, 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 Jim Stroud, it was Jim Stroud, and, and he's saying, right. and he's okay. saying, all, and, and, loads of return from yeah, and these, the, all the platforms are echo chambers because that's hum, human nature is it's e retweet, like, like, re, it's, mm. it's that, there's your echo, retweet, retweet, yeah. retweet, like, 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 like. But everybody thinks of like the insidious the insidiousness of this echo chamber, right? That's such a negative thing that you're just get, you're just receiving the things that you want to hear. But, but I guess what these tools are doing is they're yeah. trying to find you the information you want to know. They're not trying to change your world. The view. information they're you trying to want share to with you. The things that don't. You, 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 you know, the algorithm, I mean, I spent time doing all this data science shit back in the eighties yeah, yeah. and you know, th th what they do is that they, they, the, oh, the, the, the algorithms yeah. just echo, well, that's what that's what was, that's that's what's what yeah, it is. Yeah, can I address both of those just yeah. quickly, Steve? Sorry to interrupt you yet again. So Jim is, I mean, Jim is teasing about the echo chamber, but hey, the the man is all over Twitter and in Facebook and loves them both. Yeah. And, yeah, and sends me very awesome birthday videos every year. Love him. Um, so uh, increasingly hard to get non-biased info online. I would actually say and on television because oh my god. So I've actually stopped watching the news since you guys elected that man in. Because it was so no, biased here. No, all we no, saw... no, 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 we didn't. No. Okay, whatever, whoever did. But all we saw here was like completely biased to politics and blah, blah, blah. So I think online TV, the works, it's all biased. But Steve makes a very good point. They're only echo chambers if we choose to uh, gravitate solely around the people who are just like us, which we all naturally do, the whole bias thing. Steve, again, it's all a personal choice. We make our own social media experience. And we do. We do. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we make our own social media experience, and the more we understand it, the more we can do that. Mm. I and, mean, and and the more these algorithms become self fulfilling prophecies, and and it, mm. and it just becomes a a, a, a whirlpool that pulls yeah. us down into its vortex. I think that's where yeah. on Twitter that it's so incredibly important that you use Twitter lists, and then you use something well, I can't think what it's called. Twitter the, card. having a blank. Well, well and, and to actually pull a list in because if I open my Twitter now, I see the same ten people all the time. 
and nobody yeah, else. Well, so, so, no, I, so let's tweet go. Tweet deck and create columns yeah, via list. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. I just went blank. You know. <laughs> We've had this, this, really, yes. this is really the challenge, right? Is that we're trying to push people in industries that are resistant to change mm. to, to learn new things and think about things in a different way. Yeah. And, and I think the, the other side of that is we also want recruiters and other professionals, the accounts and lawyers, we want them to be pushing right and challenging um, what, what their customers already know. I mean, that's the only way, that's the only way you really get attention is by teaching people something they don't know yet or yeah. challenging the assumptions yeah. they have about what yeah. they know. And so everyone says like, oh, there's so much noise out there. But what I want to do with professionals is I want them to create the order in the noise. And if they do that well, people will find them mm. and their content will will find their way to them. And, you know, it's like it social media has this great leveling field. It's right where if you have great information and you put it out there, right, people will find it. People will reshare it. And I just think it's I think it's incredible. When I when I first started using social media, and after I lost my job, I went to a big conference called the Super Conference in Chicago. That's and big. And at this conference, there was that's big. Yeah, Super right, conference. right. Poor, terribly named conference. Anyway, the the conference had this panel of of baby boomers. Uh, really, it was a it was about generational differences, and the baby boomers were just trash talking on millennials. Right? They were saying how they're lazy, they're entitled, they may be tech savvy, but they're incompetent, they're not willing to work hard, right? And, and as they were making these comments, I was, it's so true, right? we're so lame. <laughs> and so I was, tweeting, I was tweeting these comments out during the session and I kept getting responses. I mean, people were retweeting and recommenting, right? So it really kind of got crazy. I got home and I wrote a blog post mm. about that. And it was called, you know, why partners don't understand millennials. Mm. And it may have been a little angst filled, right? But I talked about how my father grew up on a dairy farm and he became a surgeon because he didn't want to ever be poor. And so he worked all the time. So we'd never be poor again, right? So we had money growing up. We had money growing up, but I didn't have my, fa I didn't have my father around, right? So, so this blog post absolutely went viral. And a couple of days later, the Wall Street Journal wrote an article about my blog post. My God. And here I was. I got laid off as a lawyer four weeks before mm. this unemployed lawyer, and now I'm getting quoted in the Wall Street Journal because you know what I had to say had a resonance. Did the firm call you back? And did the firm that nuked you call you back? No. Fuckers. And are we still doing <laughs> bloody generational bollocks? Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Which is yeah, the, the, the things are in here. The good thing yeah. about millennials is they don't generalize. The, the firm has tried to completely ignore me. Oh my god! Um, I just got swear jar for bollocks. No, that was me. Yeah. Oh, that, that was that was me. That was both of us. <laughs> I'm like bollocks isn't a swear word. Bugger off! Right. <laughs> 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 now, bugger off that you might argue that. No, uh, no, that's not what I want. Okay, yeah. No, okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so but, but the, the, <laughs> the, point, the point of the story and the point I make to anybody on social media is this concept of serendipity, right? Yeah. That, that there's these fortunate accidents, these fortunate yeah. collisions that can happen to you yeah. that never would have happened otherwise. You know, I mean, the reason I'm talking to you guys today is because eight years ago, the recruiting animal disagreed with something I posted on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, who is this guy? And, and he said We're to me, still trying to figure that you know, out. I'd have, yeah, eight know. years ago, he said to me, I'd have you on my podcast, but you wouldn't like it. They, the he the people I bring in. Like, he He's gone. Let me jump on for a second. Yeah, he was but here. the whole point is now, now, eight years later, when I started recruiting firms mm. buying Clearview Social, I was able to reach back and reach out to him and say, hey, you know, I know, don't know if you remember me from eight years ago. 
and he did, and we reconnected, and he introduced me to you lovely people, and, and here we are. I mean, just- and you did. You sent me a Twitter DM, and I did respond to it because it was, you know, it was like yesterday. I had a new client send me a WhatsApp. And because I right. because yeah. I went, oh, that's what, what's that? And started reading. They went, oh, damn, he now knows I've read it, so I had to answer it. Um, like immediately, whereas there's like another one sitting in my inbox because I know I'm busy and I'll get back to it by the end of the day. And you're kind of going, damn, when they get you in these unusual ways, you've got to answer. But you're right. I agree. And even though Steve and I are giving you shit and actually everyone down here knows the power of social media because I'm speaking at a conference, um, the Evolve conference in Czech Republic, and I'm getting all these people going, oh, my God, we love your content. You're amazing. And I'm like, how do you know that? And they can only know it mostly for Twitter. Because I share, that's where most of my blogs go. And you kind of go, so they're there and they are finding it and they are reading it. So you are right. We're yeah. giving you shit, but you are so, right. So, yeah, right. So, so, and I, I'll share with you one other analogy. I know I know you guys all uh, buy into this, but the, the CMO of this major law firm, he always says, you know, business development is like playing in traffic. You need to play in traffic if you want to hit, get hit by a car, right? Yeah. And, and so it's like- That's really deep. Like, right, get, 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 <laughs> but- Holy. But most professionals, right? They just need to know you gotta, you just gotta be out there for these chance happenings. But anyway, so it sounds like you guys well, are all uh, on board. You know, part. Of, I'm not sure if it's, it's, if it's chance. You know, what's what's that horrible saying? You you, you make your own luck, and uh, part of it is with, with it it becomes an extension of your subconscious to to many of us. Yeah. We'll put things out there on Twitter, uh, mm. not necessarily knowing, not expecting a specific outcome. But just putting it out there in, in hopes that knowing that some, someone will latch onto it and take it, will, 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 add, will add color to it, take it to, a, take it to a direction that we might not have thought of, but, you know, give life to it. And I think one of the things that... I'm going to disagree with that because I've built my audience quite specifically. Well, and, and I think, you know, even if you build it specifically, right, what you can't be in control of is where it's going to go with no, it, no, right? no. Like, I absolutely yeah. agree. But where I didn't just start and just start sending stuff out, like I well, said, stuff I, out. Yeah, it's I, all I, about I, recruitment I, and social media. And then yeah. I went looking for the recruiters and HR to follow and hope they'd follow me back, and off it went. But it, it was quite. Yeah. I was thinking about what I was doing. I didn't just start because it's well. Well, the, well, you know, let, let, let me clarify. You know, sometimes it, once we get to all of us have a, have certain topics that we. Um, ruminate over more than others mm. and and professionally we do certain things you know personally you know for example katrina is pictures of her puppy me hiking pictures maybe a tattoo picture here and there yeah. um katrina so i mean i'll throw food on your side too but other than that <laughs> other than that you know we we we, we are pushing we, we are pushing an agenda in our head yeah. Yeah, that, that we that we use social will sometimes seed conversations, not exactly knowing where they're going to go, but hoping mm. that they go somewhere. Yeah, and then and then and then those turn into other nucleation points for other things. They all come together, and and pretty soon, uh, you know, we're 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 giving talks at conferences on things that are a much higher level. Yeah. So th there's you know sometimes you, you have a plan, you know, you can see something out there. You may not know exactly how to get there. But we use the we use the platforms in distinctively yeah. different ways to get there. Yeah. So I guess my question then is, as you're teaching this, how how does I mean, how how would a how does a Clearview Social take all the differences and the similarities, all the different platforms, 
and help somebody create yeah. a, a create a you know messaging uh, that turn into some kind of outcomes? Yeah, so it's a great question. I mean, I think the starting point is looking looking at people, whatever the professionals, whatever they do, whether they're a recruiter or something else. <laughs> And look at fundamentally what's made them exceptional, what, what has really made them successful away from the social media world, and how can they how can they clearly create a narrative around that that they can share? And so, you know, someone was talking about creating content's one thing, but how do you create a signal so people will find it? Yeah. And 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 I think I think the only answer to that is you've got to create highly tailored content that's gonna specifically resonate with the right people. Mm. And it, it used to be even if you created that you needed distribution, right? Mm -hmm. But now the content itself is the signal, right? You, if you have a great headline and you have great content, um, that will be the signal. But then when you have some other influencers, maybe like the two of you that pick it up and share it, pass it along, mm -hmm. obviously the signal's a lot louder. That does help. Where's he going now? No, I'm back. I, I, <laughs> I my, 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 I, a call came in from my, uh, from my brother. I want to see what, is, what, what he's... Uh... <laughs> What um, is, what hello, is, what is we're like live, you know, people are listening and well, it happened. I'm not yeah, like, your brother can't wait 12 minutes. Like, that's what a functional Steve family's like. Mine would be like, yeah, they can wait a week. <laughs> so Steve Ward made this com comment. It's a bit of a numbers game. Yeah. And, and I absolutely, I absolutely agree with that. Mm -hmm. It is a bit of a numbers game because, you know, the serendipity effect, you could have one tweet a year and have someone at that exact moment, see it and have something amazing happen. Mm -hmm but the chances of that are extremely, extremely low. Mm. And so you need to get, you need to get more chances for people to be seen. Yeah. And so one place where a social media expert could come in and, and build your whole schedule for you and they could make sure everything you post to Twitter, you don't just post it once, right? Every article you write should be posted at least three times over three days. This is something that our software just automates for you. It's just going to triple post to Twitter. It's going to make sure things are going up at the right times of the day. Because even though and I assume it I've changes been, the wordings, and I know I've asked you this before, but for, yeah, yeah, right. right. You know, you can't post the same thing to Twitter three times. Twitter won't let you send a complete diplo. Yeah. yeah. So actually, the second one will say like, you know, in case you missed it, yeah. right, whatever. Um, but but the whole point is that people need to be more visible, mm. and you know, sharing once a week is not more visible, right? Um, and so we've tried to take the best data and recognize that the vast majority of people have no interest in becoming social media experts. They don't want to learn yeah. all of that. Whatever, um, whatever and, and so they could just- Whatever really is. They, right, right. I don't know how so, you and they can just, It's like rented ground. It changes every five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm that's very right. good and at so, teaching you how to use it for recruitment. That doesn't mean I'm an expert on social media. Like I'll still look at some of the platforms yeah. and go, I don't know what this is. You can't understand. Sure, they're, not, sure. they're not asked to understand. So. And so, so what our engineers are constantly doing is they're looking at all of the data mm -hmm. and changing our scheduling mm -hmm. algorithm so it gets smarter the more data we have. Yeah. And our users don't have to be smart. Right. They just have to, well, they have to be kind of smart, right, to like buy the product. But it's going to schedule their whole week, their whole month out for them using the best information. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I train, well, sorry, best information the best information we have mm -hmm. available anyway. But so, you know, in my years of training professionals, uh, they, they loved the message, mm -hmm. they loved the idea, but they just weren't changing their behavior because they had to do things completely different. So what we've tried to give them is give them kind of a, an easier entry point to start participating. Do you then encourage them to go in and look and see the notifications that they're receiving and the comments and the retweets? Because 
I, it, I, I yeah, love yeah. the idea of it like so much because it would just yeah absolutely I mean I I think of it I think of what we're doing I think of it as like a gateway drug yeah. into social media for them right like if if they're to follow our algorithm perfectly and they share the the ideal number of times every day and every mm. week right it's still it's still not enough they've got right but it's a great start yeah. the next step is for them to get in and start learning from what's happening mm. learn from their interactions and see what people like and what they don't. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, when I was f looking at the Twitter feed of Steven today and he That's shared really like almost dangerous every, thing to do. Almost every <laughs> time he shares an article or a podcast, at least over the last couple of days, that's all I looked yeah. through. Um, it's highly targeted. He knows what's going to resonate with his audience. Mm. And you, the software doesn't teach you that. You've got to learn that for yourself. Yeah. This software, um, so the software will give it. You it's this software. <laughs> And when you say that, are you talking you all about the, all the data you need you to learn to learn fast? The actual content itself, or are you talking about the hashtags he uses, or are you talking about the the wording he uses around the tweet? Like, what are you talking about when he's you're saying it's highly targeted? Well, when I say it's, it's highly targeted, I mean that it's information that he knows will specifically connect with his audience. So, but, so the tar yeah, I mean, sure, if you know how to write add the right hashtags and add the right headline. All of that helps, yep. but but more important is just the fact that Steve is sharing it because he's sharing it. It kind of has his blessing, and people are more likely to click on it. Yeah, my, my blessing. Yeah, this is your Rabbi Levy blesses something. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's what I liked about the fact that if you don't think so, then you're underestimating your own influence. Still, yeah, go, your, <laughs> go ahead. Your software is still getting. The the main person and it's their account is still in control. It's just that somebody else is doing the work to for it to land in their inbox and then they still can choose what updates they share which i think is a bit yeah. that i felt was really important because i wouldn't want an yeah, administrator just stacking up my twitter that would freak me out but actually oh, sending me the ones going these would be some great ones to share and i just say click 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 sorry brilliant i love that idea you know and there, and there, there's some tools out there like sprout social and thompson reuters has a product yeah. that just you have to give them all of the usernames and passwords for all your employees yeah and you share everything directly out to their accounts. No. Now that to me is nonsense, right? I mean, mm. it's counterintuitive because they're never going to learn. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so inauthentic, but they're never going to learn and figure out what, like what what Steve's figured out about what his people like yeah. and what they hate. But also, right? you I get mean, that Steve thing where um, I mean, Steve knows what I'm talking about when I say so. Ere or, or SourceCom will publish a new blog, and I'll go to my Twitter feed because I'm following all these recruiters, and there'll be a list like this long, just full of. The exact same post because everyone has done exactly that and it's all just set to go and they're all sharing yeah. at the same yeah. time. And that's, I also agree, it's just really inauthentic. Yeah. So, so if a lot of people from the same, organi same organization want to share the same thing through Clearview Social, <laughs> our algorithm sees that yeah. and will actually space it out through the day to make sure they're not, you know, so even, cool. computer sh even though a computer is scheduling it, it doesn't seem like a computer scheduling it. Really so, so, hey, I uh, want to know why Steve's pulling faces because it's really gross that you're doing that. Why are you sticking your tongue out? Stop it. It was a response <laughs> to something you said. Oh. No, so, all right. So Marks makes the comment just so we need more tools. Hey, no, he, he doesn't mean you, by the way. He's... Oh, no, no. But I just want to make the comment that what we're, what we're trying to do is <laughs> is reduce the number of things and places they need yeah, to yeah. go. So, yeah. so it's a, so it's a take more away. Yeah, no, no. I've told Mark about your tool, actually, because I feel like Oh, that's really so we need more tools. Got no, it. No, no, no. I, I see. Right, so we have the I grand total of five whole minutes left, which is like, well, really, you've got about three and a half. But 
Have you got any final tips that you'd like to share that we didn't give you the opportunity to share because we've been giving you shit the whole time? Yes, we're no, no, this, is, <laughs> this has been great. I mean, this has been great. So I, I guess the final tip I will tell you, I will tell you in the form of a story. Does that sound yeah. right? So, all right. So, so when I lost my lawyer. job, <laughs> a couple of months after losing my job as a lawyer yeah. and trying to write, you know, writing my first book on social media and trying to get this thing going, uh, we, we were running out of money. Yeah. And my wife said to me, look, um, I believe in you, but you need to start making some money mm -hmm. or get a real job. And I had one good lead, a big firm up in Minneapolis. The only problem was they wouldn't answer my phone calls yeah. because they had laid off half their marketing team in the, in the downturn. Yeah. But they were a good fit. And so I booked a flight up to Minneapolis and to kind of with some of my last money, and I, I, I left a message for the marketing director and I said, hey, I just happened to be in Minneapolis on Wednesday. Can I have 30 minutes of your time? Yeah. So I flew up there. He gave me the 30 minutes. I presented and he brought me in for a two-month program that's now been extended into its eighth year. And because they started using social media first mm. before, in, in, effectively, before their competitors, they brought in millions of dollars of yeah. business from it. And any any advantage you get from social media i mean the most powerful advantages will be when you do things well before everybody yeah. else is doing them everybody's on linkedin mm -hmm. everybody's using very similar tools on linkedin um and so you're not going to gain advantage oh. right i mean i'm probably you have some ideas for ways they could gain advantage sure. but in in general that's not where it is oh. but if you can get the recruiters using you know, yeah. leveraging their personal Facebook <laughs> and tools like Twitter, yeah. right? They're gonna they're gonna be differentiated. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always pushing people to find out where your competitors aren't, and 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 use those things okay. better. So, you know what I find what I find I know, interesting, Adrian. Yeah. So so you you left a message for this person. Is that what you did? This marketing person. I had sent them an email. Actually, I, I ended up getting them on the phone before I got on the plane. Ah, so the <laughs> two most important social media tools are still. The phone and, and the handshake. Oh, the handshake too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the handshake. Yeah, I love phone. I love email, right? And the and the point I always make to these professionals is the purpose of these tools is not to replace or the purpose of social media is not to replace this. Mm. It's to get you more meetings, my more handshakes, oh, more in person that's calls. True. And, calls, and these right? things these things can make phone calls too. It's magic. <laughs> magic. Katrina. <laughs> Would you like to have a, a, a rendezvous at the next Wait, conference? What you the <laughs> yes, Adrian, come on over. It's only five blocks. Oh, you're taking a taxi? Well, oh, it took you an hour? Adrian, I'll explain off air what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> if any individuals want to try out Clearview yes. Social, I'll let, them, I'll let them use it for free. Oh, wow. Um, Thank you. They, wow. they can send an, an email to... Uh, Emma at clearviewsocial.com, E-M-M-A at clearviewsocial.com, and we'll get you set up. Um, and I would love, I would love to get your experience we'll on this. Right, yeah. we're just getting, we're getting going in the recruiting space, and we'd love your feedback. Yeah, but absolutely. you know, I can go in Monday morning, and I can stack up my whole week, schedule everything out by just plugging everything in. And um, that sounds really. And I'd love, I'd love to get Emma, your Emma, since you're listening in, you're gonna get an email from me. <laughs> Yeah. Now we are like completely out of time. So I'm going to have to sort of shut you guys down. Really, really sorry. <laughs> Based on, they're giving you stick over the time. Is there a, an app for using the phone? 
So, Adrian, <laughs> thank you so, so much for all of your insight and for allowing us to swear our heads off and give you shit and fill up these swear jars. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. week, I had to pull it out because I couldn't remember who was on. Gorgeous Angie Veros is on, and we're going to get real with Ooh. candidate experience. So, it's yeah. going to be awesome next week <laughs> as well. Okay, and on that note, and Steve, you won't be here Thanks, because guys. Gorgeous Audra will be back. With oh, but but I'll, I'll, I'll be on the sidebar. Good. We love you on the sidebar. So thank you again, Adrian. And it was Thanks, Emma guys. at clearviewsocial.com, wasn't it? Correct. Correct. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Adrian, guys. Let me know you next Bye, time in town. <laughs> I Bye, will do. Cheers. Get a cab. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.